Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters. I'm your host, podcaster Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, I have been trying to think of new ways to say hello. I even try to change my voice a little bit like, hello, or hello. No, I'm just being silly. But anyway, you know, consistency is important, but also mixing it up a little bit, keeping things a little bit silly. On the show, we have part two of our Love Lessons 2023 vibe check. If you haven't listened to part one yet, you might want to go listen to that first. I'll leave the link in the show notes. It's the episode just before this one. It's the first part of the conversation. This is where we continue on part two of our chat with spiritual healer Gaia Chanaya, also known as Soul33. Now, Gaia and I have been recording love lessons into our fifth year now. When I look back, the first one started in 2018. So once you have listened to part one and two of this, you can go back and listen to our back catalogue. All of them are called Love Lessons. I will leave some links in the show notes. And they're not always time relevant. A lot of it is about self-work, you know, working on yourself, healing, dealing with difficult situations. On this show, we continue off what's happening this year. What's happening with the energy spiritually, if you're into a bit of the woo-woo. But the thing I really like about our chats with Gaia is that we also focus on Again, self-work, self-care, how can we better ourselves? And we talk about what's important this year, what's going to be happening, what things can we let go of. We also get Gaia's take on the Prince Harry, Meghan, royal family drama that's well and truly blown up with some interesting takeaways that we can look at from this situation. We left off talking about how it's okay if you feel a little bit meh, a little bit low energy at the start of the year. Again, it doesn't really matter if you haven't listened to part one first. You can listen to this first, go back and listen to that. But make sure you listen to both episodes with Gaia in our Love Lessons 2023 vibe check. Before we get into it, can you please make sure that you're subscribed to the Self Love Club on your podcast app. We are on all of them. Hit subscribe now and follow at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. Join our private Facebook group and you'll find me at Belle Crawford. All these links in our show notes. Okay, let's get into it. Friendship was another thing that was coming up. Friendship and support. Be around people that you feel are supporting you for the long term. And you'll probably find, and this has been happening over the last couple of years, but really a lot this year will be identified that you might find some friendships starting to fall away that don't serve you anymore, but it's making space for new people. So when you're in those sluggish kind of nothing's happening, that doesn't mean nothing's actually happening universally. It's just that you're being asked to sit and wait. And like a spirit guide of mine is sitting bull. I actually have a meditation on my app about him. And I didn't know who he was when he came to me. And his energy is just this, I'm just going to sit and wait it out and be patient, doing what I can and negotiating here and there when there's something to move on. So that's very much that. The rabbit energy is about that too, patient and peace and all of that. But 
within yourself first before everything else can manifest. Yeah, I love that. It's not a race and it's that rest phase, right? Which even though you're resting, it doesn't mean nothing's happening. It doesn't mean you're not doing anything. It's I'm all about that groundedness. It's really good. Also at the start of a new year, I think people, they've got goals or aspirations or they're maybe getting back into some healthy habits or creating those and you know that's a really good thing but it can be really hard as the year goes on to keep those going and one of those I think and you're really good at helping us know how or learn how to do this better is you know setting good boundaries because that's a healthy habit to have and I think that's something we're always having to work on a little bit because the year does get busier and things will come up with whether it's work family social life whatever it is but how can we continue to work on I guess healthy habits in terms of sticking to those boundaries and taking really good care of ourselves. Yeah, I think that, you know, because a lot of this year is kind of like the patience and the doing things that are sustainable for the long term. This is the not rushing thing, right? Like we all want to get to the end destination, the goal body and the goal, whatever. It's like putting things in place that are really realistic for you. So, you know, one of the things that I've been doing more and more, and I know you are good at this, is that we really don't know how social media affects us until we turn our phones off for an extended period of time. So I've started to do that. Like I don't even put my apps asleep. I literally just turn my phone off and I just say to Kieran, my administrator, anything, email me, I'll check my emails regularly. But if not, I don't want to see it. And that is a boundary that you need to set for yourself to not be feeling influenced or unworthy or not good enough by looking through all of that stuff and being fed and not being able to be able to sit quietly and patiently with that sitting bull energy. Things like that are really easy to put in place if you set a goal of like, okay, Sundays my phone is off. I don't care whether my house is burning down, but you know, that's just yeah. a joke, but you know what I mean? I know. But you know, it's kind of like, you know, I'm just going to turn my phone off and just yeah. take a break. But it's not so much about setting goals in life anymore. It's living day to day in a way that is, you have the ability to be consistent with. So like when I, I used to be hard out with my exercising and now I know what's enough for me to maintain my body. Like that's enough for me. I don't need to overdo it. Obviously everyone's different, right? So find what's what works for you. And again, don't put pressure on yourself. It's important to take care of your health and body as we've talked about this year, sexually, emotionally, energetically, spiritually. But um, don't feel like you need to set these high goals that are unattainable. It's about that ball going through slowly, plodding through discipline, routine, but the ability to change it up so that you're not feeling bored and getting too comfortable with things. Yeah. So that's how I'm approaching the year, Bell. I actually am not looking too far ahead. Like normally guys are planning for years and years, like <laughs> I'm going to be here in April, I'm going to be here. Now I'm like, okay, one month in advance is my rule. It's kind of like, okay, what am I doing next month? Okay, that's enough. I don't know what else I'm doing. So I'm just kind of going because I want to slow time down and live more in the present rather than like, I need to book myself out in December and know what I'm doing for New Year's Eve, which is never really anything. <laughs> Oh but, my God, you know, but... my favorite thing. Yeah, it's nice with friends and family. I love a chilled New Year's Eve and I don't like being hungover. I don't drink a lot anymore. You know, I actually love having a chill evening and not being hungover on New Year's Day and going out and doing something like whether it's going for a walk somewhere or going for lunch somewhere. Or... But yeah, side note, why would we plan that? That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So just take it slow. Really enjoy what you're doing and 
don't rush ahead because we women especially always looking ahead what's the next thing who's the next person what's the next opportunity and it's kind of like hang on let's just wind it all back and go for that walk and pay attention to what's going on rather because I'm like I'll be sitting on the toilet looking at my phone going oh shit scrolling tiktok while I'm going for a wee <laughs> yeah totally and so it's kind of like, just no, like, why don't I just be there in that moment and go, okay, this is what I need to do. So don't put pressure on yourself. Remember, it's a transitionary year to birth what you want into the world. So you need the space to be able to bring things in and not like rushing and planning everything. Of course, you've got to do because without doing things, don't just miraculously come and fall in your lap. You've got to encourage your steps forward. But we are all on this massive healing journey. And we all are accountable to only ourselves. And so look at yourself as the leader this year. I am the leader of my world. And so I'm going to be accountable to everything that I'll say that I'll do and follow through with that. And therefore, you don't, like I've freed myself up a lot this year. Like I'm not working as much as I normally do. I'm just allowing things to just flow and leaving space for it because I realized I was working to distract myself from a lot of things and I'm like why am I doing that and just eating all my time up when mm. I actually want to go do an art class or go and do I've whatever I want to do I've been doing that so cool I love it very clever. yeah and I love to cook and do stuff like that so I'm kind of like I want more time where it, it takes creative energy to create something but then there's a beautiful outcome for myself or whoever to enjoy whether it's whatever I'm doing food or art or whatever it is really think slow plodding your really focused steps the steps that you do take make them focused and intentional is the word that I'm looking for this year yeah that's probably part of it I have a question on that because you know you say that you don't look too far ahead and you know anymore but no but you're focusing on things so if people are working on things or they've got things they want to create or whatever it is in their life and this is something I think which is an interesting way to look at it because we do live in that action hustle mentality I mean you could say that it's been a, a trend for a while but to be honest like look back our parents work so hard and there's you know grandparents and everything for generations have been workers and good hard-working people and a question I have which I think people will be thinking while they're listening to this is if you're not looking forward and it's not like you're blindly like going into the future but if you're <laughs> not looking forward too much and like for you I know you've already set up a lot of your stuff with your work and things so it's probably mm -hmm. different but if you're not looking too far ahead can you still create those things? And how do you do that without planning too far ahead, if you know what I mean? Totally understand what you're saying. So it's a fine balance because like I, some people already know what they want and some people don't. And that's no judgment. It's just who we are as people. And I'm someone who's always known what I've wanted. So I just take the steps that I want to create more of that. It is a fine balance of knowing what the bigger picture is, but not rushing to get there. It's like you want to enjoy this part of it too, because like your high school poster, life's not a dress rehearsal. So we don't want to rush to being 78 years old and going, oh shit, I didn't enjoy 35. I didn't enjoy 40. I didn't, you know, I was just rushing ahead. So that's why as you are thinking about what you want to birth into the world, your intentional steps forward are towards that, but enjoying those steps towards that and not so much going, oh, should I need to rush to get to that point? I know this as an individual, as a woman, like we don't appreciate how far we've come. And then we get here and we're like, oh, that's all happening. What else is next? It's kind of like stopping that behavior and going, hang on. This is just where I am now. I know that's what I want and I'll take the steps towards that. But as long as I'm doing that, I actually have to trust 
And this is so hard to do, to trust that it's all going to fall in place the way it needs to for you. So it's a real fine balance of the tortoise and the hare, who wins the race situation. And because we're rabbit hare energy, it's not rushing. Slow and steady wins the race, even though we're not winning any race. There's nothing to win. It's just about enjoying your life, loving hard, communicating what you want. You know, passive aggression is something that we probably all have a little bit in us to a degree where we're not really saying what we want because we're trying to manipulate someone else to just kind of know. We want to be able to articulate really what we want to ourselves first before we can actually be truthful to other people so don't rush towards the future take time slowly do all the things that you're passionate about and enjoy and just have a great 2023 like heal yourself and address stuff as soon as it comes up know what you need to do to have all the things you know we've always talked about our spiritual toolbox what's in there that you can pull out because we need to have those things in there because when grief hits which is going to hit all of us we don't want to stay in that pit of being blocked we want it to be an actual opening experience so that we can use it as fuel to move forward but we can only do that when we have awareness of how everything in our life impacts us mm. like whenever someone says something to me uh, that could be hurtful I'll stop and turn and go how do I feel about that and I'm like oh, actually no I didn't respond my body didn't respond to that I actually mustn't be an issue for me anymore this is so interesting. I must have healed that. But if you're having like a triggered response to something and you don't even need to talk about it, it's just within you. That's when you know like, okay, I need to find someone to help me remove that from myself or understand that or clear that so that it's not such a trauma response anymore. So just dealing with things as they come up rather than planning too far ahead, but also having a vision in your head of what you want and taking the steps forward. Yeah, sounds like a big year of, you know, self-care especially, which we love. But really, it does sound like on a lot of levels, it is a really big year of self-care. And I really love what you said because I think there's that mentality, and I know I've had to work through it, that if you're not doing enough if you're not doing all the things that you're not it's not going to happen which is again that's a fear mindset which we all want to and we're going to touch on that mm -hmm. soon there's this fear that if you're not doing all the things I think a lot of us can relate with that that it's not going to happen or something but if you just take a little bit and go okay let's plan out and I looked at my year and again I'm not looking too far forward but wrote down the things that are really important to me and I want to be focusing on and hey well if that's what I want to be focusing on I'm probably going to have to let go of something here here you know sort of working that out because if I've learned one thing through you and through doing this podcast is that rest is is productive and it's like you've been saying it doesn't have to be all fast because there's so many things I haven't done yet that I want to do but there's time like what would you want to get to like 40 and you've done everything that you want to do <laughs> in your life and you're like oh what am I going to miss going to be like a which wouldn't be the worst thing like be a like a resort mom or something hey look totally I could do that wear some pretty dresses but you know it's uh learning that there is time even though we feel like we don't have time as women especially I think you know like it feels yeah. like you've got a clock you're ticking you've got to get shit done that's just our our the real primal side of us that makes us believe that but it's not the truth like people like I turned 40 last year and I'm actually really excited about my 40s but it's also I've also realized like that whole balance thing of okay I, I don't want to waste time pissing around and doing things that I don't want to do but I also want to be doing all of the things the way that I want to do them 
like you know me like that's why you said I know you've set yourself up in a way that works for you I have done that and I've done that over a period of years it hasn't just magically happened that way but that's the thing I've done it over a period of years I haven't just like suddenly in a mad rush to do everything because when you leave space it's like the whole conception thing you conceive a child you've got to wait for it to grow it's not going to just suddenly come flying out of you and that's like anything that that we I'm do here, it's Mom. like <laughs> i'm ready I'm i mean only, it would be i'm no- only 12 days old but here <laughs> i am i mean it would be nice if it did happen that way where the stork just brought it onto the doorstep but <laughs> it's like it's just really the intentional steps of not being in a rush and allowing space don't be afraid to let go of things let go of people let go of say no to things that you oh this is another thing another energy we have to really focus on if anything seems too good to be true this year question it even if it's a person a lot of people are going to be having spiritual awakenings now remember just because your spiritual can see shit doesn't mean that you're a great person and that you've got good intentions so you want to be able to discern and use your discernment within you spiritual or not but obviously i come back to the spiritual because that's what i do for work you want to be able to look at the person and go is this person really walking their talk Is this person coming from a grounded space or are they just with their ego? Like, I can see now and this is how you're going to do shit. This is how you're going to do shit. You get a car, you get a car. (laughs) But But it's kind of like, look at the person. Like everything I do, whoever I go to get help from, with whatever I do in my life, I look at the person and think, is this person truly coming from a place of groundedness to support? And anyone who's not in my life, I've let go of. Like I've blocked it. I've told you, I've told you this before. I blocked like a million people from my life. Not because I don't like them. It's just that they're not serving me in any way. They're not giving me the space that I need in my downtime to receive what I want to receive. Because there is movement in the slow. There is movement in the space. There is movement in nothing, in the nothingness. Preach, I love that. That's so good. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, a lot of people who are listening have already listened to Love Lessons for a long time now. However, there's always new people. And so, and it's a good reminder to everybody, how can we practice living out of love and not out of fear? This is something that we can do easily. It's just that we forget. You know, since we started doing this together, which is years ago now, you know, a lot I've changed and matured a lot over this time, as have you. And I really started to recognize in every area of my life when I was holding on to things, like you said, it's from a fear place. Like I need to be proactive and I need to hustle and do all of that because I'm like, oh my God, I'm scared. If I let go of the rain, it's all going to fall to pieces. So when we are doing anything, discussing something with our friend, our family, our partners, our children, you're asking yourself, is this loving and kind to myself and the other person? Now, this doesn't mean that you're not firm. Like I'm firm as hell, like with certain things. It's questioning yourself, what would love actually, how would love look at the situation? Fear would look at it like this way. Like I can't let him go because I'm so scared that he'll meet someone else and then I'll feel triggered because it'll make me feel like I wasn't good enough and whatever. Love would be like, 
actually he's already telling me that he doesn't want to be with me which means that if I look at myself lovingly that there's somebody else out there for me and he's just giving me the space to find that person that's how love would look at it fear would look at it the other way like oh, I'm not good enough and nobody wants me and I'm just going to be alone forever and he's such a dick for doing that and same thing can be applied that's just an easy analogy to give you of anything that you do I have to stick at this job because I'm so scared that I'm not going to find anything else how about you just have a look at what's out there and trust that an opportunity is going to come up because love would say that hey I'm worthy to be able to entertain the idea of another opportunity for me because that's how if I lovingly looked at myself and I talked to myself as I would my child or my daughter or my inner child inner child stuff is a lot to do with this year as well it's basically receiving through the eyes of love and looking through the eyes of love, even when we are triggered by stuff so clients who call me for emergency sessions that have been triggered by something like, oh, my ex came back into my life and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my God, let's just be grateful for him because he's triggered all this old shit in you that we need to get out. So love looks at things from an angle of healing and progression. Fear looks at life and situations from a place of regression and standing still. And just like, oh my God, there's nothing I can do about this. It's sabotage. It's the victim energy. It's the poverty energy. Whenever you're in any situation, even, you know, we're women, we can be quite, I know I'm speaking for myself here, you know, our moods can be up and oh, down yeah. because of our hormones and things. For <laughs> one minute, like my friend texts me the other morning, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm good, but I'm actually really freaking grumpy this morning. She's like, oh. <laughs> but it's kind of like, okay, so what could love do if I was giving myself that love to degrump myself and so I end up going and sitting in the cafe with a cup of tea and like having a caramel slice which is like one of my favorite things in the world to eat <laughs> so um yeah so love lessons is really all about looking at life through the eyes of love even like death when the death thing happened we all started looking at each other more lovingly as a family rather than going oh my god I'm so shocked that death happened death is going to happen to all of us and around us and we just have to look at it as like when I was there watching my mother-in-law take her last breath I was thinking wow this is like a birth it would be a privilege if someone invited me to their birth and it's a privilege that someone has got me here for their death love looks at it that way if fear looked at the death and be like oh my god I'm shitting myself watching this happen and this is so awful and how dare this you know be the end of her life we didn't look at it that way so looking at everything through the eyes of love but mostly when you look in the mirror look back at yourself with the eyes of love what would you do? What would you say to yourself? How would you treat yourself if you're lovingly speaking to yourself? That's such a good thing to think about in so many situations. A couple of things before we wrap up, and I wanted to touch on in regards to a couple of things that are happening in the world. What do you think of the whole Prince Harry, Meghan thing? I've listened to that book, right? I've just finished it. I've been re-listening to some chapters and I really wanted your take on things because I'm not someone who's had really strong opinions or um, I haven't hated them or anything. Whereas like some people, they're like so much hate and there's very much a side. Whereas I think for me, I can sort of look at all sides a little bit and then listening to it. But then Definitely the last part of the book where Megan, he's with Megan, they're getting married. That's when I noticed a lot more his energy changed. And, so, and obviously he's gone into trauma mode because it's like reliving his childhood with his mother who was killed. Yes. Look, I usually stay away from controversial things. I do have my opinions, but like you, I can see things from different angles. That's why I have the job that I have. What I will say about this, this whole situation is that 
if we remove ourselves and look higher at the two of them, like I haven't listened or read his audiobook, but I, I did watch the documentary on Netflix, the one that they did together. And I just think that the rest of us are all having to forge our way in the world. And so there's definitely that aspect to them of forging their way in the world without it being a birth privilege to be who they are. Because we're living in a world where people are not accepting that as a reason to be loved or adored or liked anymore. It's like everyone is wanting to see how you grew and progressed. So I almost, when I look at those two, see that side of things of like they're trying to break away from the privileges that come from being within that family because it is you know you're born into a certain situation but I also see the ego as well and I think that's where we can all learn about how we use our position in the world again coming back to that accountability are these people actually honoring what they say I, I see Harry and I think that he's a of a sincere person. I really like I, Harry. I, 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 I like him great. too. Yeah. I like him too. But I think he may have been a bit misguided as to why he's doing things that he's doing. And so he probably needs to go on a bit of a discovery himself to go, what am I doing this for? Who am I doing this for? Am I really trying to forge a new path in the world? I, I just feel like he's a bit lost. Yeah. And so when you have a partner who's like that, you would, I would think if it was me, encourage him to do what he feels is the right thing to do and not try to pull him into my show. Yeah, it's really You know what I mean? No, I do like, know what you mean. Yeah. Because they've both got their childhood traumas. Like I know that with her and with him. And we all are the way that we are because of the things that happen. And I'm not saying either of them have had an easy life, lives, but I can see the ego playing out and I can see the trying to break the patterns of who you're born into and trying, like, you know, they wanted their privacy and they wanted to just forge their own way in the world. But is that really what's being depicted publicly mm. like so that's where I get a little bit kind of like oh it's really interesting that they're on this journey saying something but I, and again going back to the accountability thing that's throughout the whole year are people really honoring what they're saying and walking their talk yeah so I've danced around it a little no, bit no 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 I'm not I, I'm not wanting anyone to say like I'm not for nasty things I just wanted your take on it like because I know that you can look at people quite um you know openly and sort of from all angles and and looking at things, I was just really interested in what you thought about it because it's just, it's a real shame. And I think the thing I've got from him, we won't go on about it for much, is that he wants the truth and he's not, he's, he's got trauma around the press and how they're always spouting lies sure. and how the family's been sort of um, responsible for a lot of that as well. But yeah, it's just a, yeah, I just wanted to get your take on it really. Yeah. I do really like him. I just, uh, I just have questions about how he's being led. That's all. Because yeah. when we're in a position of power, we can either manipulate or empower a person. And I just think if our, if we're ruled by our ego, it becomes more a show rather than I actually just want to have a great life and heal from my traumas. And also, you know, I always tell my clients, I don't teach things that I don't know. Like I've not experienced traumatic personal grief. I can speak about it from a spiritual perspective, but I'm working on a person because I'm tuning into them. There's some things within that, if we're talking about their relationship, that doesn't quite align with the truth that he's seeking. That's, that's how I feel. No, that's really interesting insight. And it's something we can think about in our own lives as well. Mm. Um, to finish on, what are some things, you've talked about all the things that are happening this year and are important. What are some things that aren't important this year for us? 
Okay, so the things that aren't important are feeling like we have to prove our worth to people because we're actually going to see that in other people where that's what we're going to be letting go. The other things that are not important, feeling like we are trapped. We're, we're really working towards a sense of freedom. And I'm talking about like, this is why business and stuff is going to grow and change and evolve. So we want to not allow ourselves to be in situations that where we feel trapped. So that's another way you will know, like this can't be important because I'm feeling so stuck in here. We're unsticking ourselves, people pleasing, uh, feeling like we have to respond to people immediately, feeling like we have to do things that we don't want to do, uh, really tuning into like, oh my God, I feel so expansive and wonderful to do this. So really checking in, is this really what I want to do or do I feel like I have to? No obligation not feeling like you are obligated to do anything. We don't want to look at things through the eyes of it not being an opportunity. So if you feel like there's no opportunity there, we don't need to entertain that. So sometimes people hold on to things way longer, whatever it is, relationships, job opportunities, anything, because it feels like I'm still trying to see the opportunity. If you don't see the opportunity, just let it go. You don't need yeah. that in your life. I've learned that in, in my career a bit at different times. You know, you think, oh, just hang in there. And if, yes, there's a fine line between you can't just expect things to happen straight away and it can take time. And you, you know, you were really helpful at different things I was going through. If something's happening, like listen and take notice and know that you don't need to. I remember feeling trapped, like I don't have that many options, but that's not mm. true. And I'm really grateful that if you are able to create things for yourself, um, and do your thing. Don't stay in things if you're being treated badly. And it's not like you're going to be treated like an angel all the time, but you know, like you deserve no. better than that. And it's not always no. going to change. That's right. And what we don't want to do, we actually just need to focus on what we do want to do. Yeah, that's, that's it. good. If we are feeling like we don't want to do it, just don't do it. Like follow your instincts because we are all intuitive beings. And the more that you hone in on your instincts, and sometimes we don't get it right all the time, but that's when we learn and we're we move towards the right direction anyway. But there are those things in life where, you know, that whole people being accountable to you, you being accountable to yourself, all that's going to show up. And just don't be afraid to let things go that don't serve you anymore. Because um, I actually really feel around that, that mid-year mark, a lot of us will be be feeling like we want to walk away from certain things or people or in big and small scale so that we can remove the things that cause any anxiety in our lives so that we can go smoother into the future. So around between July and August, that's going to be going on in terms of walking away so that we can have long-term happiness. Oh, Gaia, thank you so much for this. A beautiful conversation. It's so helpful. We so appreciate you sharing with us and taking the time. And it's so lovely to see you. I miss you. I wish I could see I want to see you more. But like, I obviously know. at the same time, the rest vibes. We'll have to have a little coffee and cake or tea and cake date soon. I'd love to see That'll you. That'll be amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Belle. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Club. And if you haven't already listened to part one, of our Love Lessons 2023 Vibe Check. Make sure you go back and listen to that as well. I'll leave the link for you in the show notes. Plus, if you are new, welcome. Or if you want to listen to them again, we have a four-year backlog of, I think it's getting into five years now, actually. We started doing Love Lessons episodes in 2018, I'm pretty sure. So 
If you look back, they're all titled Love Lessons. They vary in what we're talking about. And I'll leave a couple of links below in the show notes for you as well. To support us, please hit subscribe on your podcast app. We're on all of them and select automatic downloads. If you're enjoying listening, please leave us a five-star rating and write us a kind review. This is so helpful and getting others to find our show. And if you've got a friend or a family member that you think will really enjoy listening to the Self Love Club, send it along. Send it into the girl group chat. Keep up with us. Follow at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. Join our private Facebook group. The links for these are in the show notes. You can watch videos of our conversation. Keep up with our content. Also, you can follow me at Belle Crawford on Instagram, Bell underscore Crawford on TikTok. And as always, I'll leave these links in the show notes. If you're listening on the day this episode has been released, I'll be back in your feeds tomorrow with a bonus episode for Valentine's Day. And this will be relevant regardless of when you listen to this as well. We're chatting self-love, tips, why you should date yourself and not to feel sad about being single. And also why self-love is still important if you are in a relationship as well. I'll catch you soon.